we got a call from, or someone reached out on Instagram that I, I my SD card fell on the floor. And this guy posted a picture of you on Instagram. being like, anyone know this girl? I found yeah. her camera card and you were so mad. You guys, I had so many naked photos on that, those cameras. It's not like, like naked. It's like, because I'm just like, like we would do like naked light. pregnancy shoots oh, or yeah, like if she was like just like trying to test the light and I was like naked and putting like, on a shirt. Dressed, or like she would just like, she would like put it, the camera lens like towards me to like focus and there were definitely color, naked yeah. photos on the camera. Yeah, you were People so People are probably mad. like, why does, why is Anna taking naked photos? It, I swear it was totally normal. Hi, I'm Ariel Charnas, and this is In House, my podcast about all the happenings in my life. Whether it's fashion, entrepreneurship, marriage, or mom life, you'll hear it all right here on In House. Hi, guys, welcome back to In House. This month has been all about the amazing women I call friends and their accomplishments. Some are entrepreneurs, some are moms, some are influencers, but all are amazing in their own way. I'm happy to close this series out with another one of my close friends, Anna Chudnovsky. She's something Navy's senior content manager who ideates, plans, and executes all content for the brand. She's an L.A. native who exchanged sunny West Coast vibes for fast-paced city life when she moved to New York to pursue her career in fashion and content creation. She's been with something Navy since day one and is like a sister to me. She started out as our photographer, then evolved into our content manager, growing the Something Navy channel to what it is today. She's newly engaged and is a loving dog mom living on the Upper East Side. Welcome to the podcast, Anna. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with the fact that you're originally from L.A. Yeah. And coming to New York and how you landed at Something Navy. What made you come to New York from California? Well, I always wanted to come to New York for school or whatever it was. I, I always like dreamed of coming. Right. Um, but it actually really, I don't know if you know this story, but it was kind of an accident how I ended up in New York City. I was only supposed to be here for two weeks and then I just never left. Yeah. I went to school for a year in Paris and ended up coming back to LA, was there for a couple months. And I had a friend who was starting an online like e-commerce website. She knew that I love to take pictures. Um, and I was like starting out in photography and she said, do you want to come to New York and help me, um, launch this website, like help me take pictures, whatever. And I came to New York and I was supposed to literally be here for two weeks, take pictures for her and go home. Like that's all I packed. I never went back. I ended up here for six months, not knowing exactly what I wanted to do. I was helping my friend. I loved New York. I was going to apply to schools here. I didn't know what I was going to do because I didn't graduate yet, but I was just kind of started to work. Um, and I was in this right. null period, like, okay, am I going back to school? Am I working? Whatever. And then I was still helping my friend and my sister. She sent me a screenshot of a post that you did of like, so hiring social media coordinator and photographer. And it was like everything that I was doing for my friend that I was helping her right. with her Instagram and pictures for her website and all this stuff. She sent it to me and she's like, you should apply. And I was like, okay, like, yeah, why not? <laughs> like I wasn't looking for a job though at the time because I was going to maybe go back to school. You know, I didn't know right. what I was doing. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. Like, I didn't think it was going to happen. You had like all these followers, whatever. And so I applied. And weirdly enough, my sister actually went to college with Nikki. And I think just emailed her my web or Facebook chatted her my website. And Nikki was like, oh, yeah, I just saw her email. Like, let me see. And my sister always jokes that she like got me the job. And I'm like, <laughs> so I, you know, what I mean? whatever. But 
So yeah, so I guess Nikki saw it, my website, which I'm thankful for because I know that you guys had like thousands of emails um, of people applying for the job and asked me to come in an interview. And I, I came in, I remember it was the first office building that you ever were a part of, but you were upstairs in a, a, our agency at the time. Office. Yes. The DBA's office. I was so nervous. I saw another girl go in at the same time as me because I was early and she went in like... You would checking. be early. Knowing yeah. you now, you would be early. <laughs> I know. I was so nervous. I wasn't going to have enough time. So I just sat there and you were in a clear glass conference room so I could see you and I could see everything that was going down in there. Oh my and I was God. just like, I was like having an anxiety attack. But I went in <laughs> and you were pregnant at the time with Esme. And I just remember I was so comfortable with you. Like it just felt natural. I don't know. You were eating salmon. Oh God, can we not? <laughs> big <laughs> salmon salad. Big salmon salad. <laughs> it's like the rudest thing to do in an interview. <laughs> but you were pregnant. You were so hungry. And it was just, it was really perfect because what you were looking for, like I actually did. And it was rare to for someone to, to do photography, that. but also like social media. They usually either, they usually either want to do one, one or, or the, the other. other. Yeah. So I was like, wow, this is like, this is like meant to be. And we just kind of clicked. And you asked me, of course, what my sign was, <laughs> all Pisces. of that. And to be honest, when I left, I had a good feeling, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure knowing you now, I know your reactions and stuff, but I think I was literally getting on the subway home and I got a call from Nikki or an email offering me the job. I knew right away, especially when you told me you were a Pisces and I was like, like Ruby. And that got me very excited. Yeah. So that day, and I then, don't want people to think I only hire no, people no, no. based on their signs. It's just like a cherry on top when it's one that I love. You know, when you when when thinking about us coming on this podcast and things that I wanted to say, because, you know, I think about it now and me today, you know, maybe um applying for that job back then, you know, the same me, I would have never gotten the job now. Like I just wouldn't just with all the things that change. And I'm so great. You don't great. think so? No, but listen, because you know what? You you look for more than a degree and you know, um just qual like just like qualifications of experience and stuff. And you know, you saw past that and I'm very grateful because I was able to make a lot of mistakes in the last 3 years because we were so small that mm-hmm. I've learned and I've I've learned more than I would have ever in college. You know, I'm right. in a higher position and a and a farther place in my career. And a lot of my friends who spent four years in college, I'm not saying don't do it. It's not not right. for everyone, right. you know. Right. It's very different for me. I was very grateful, and I'm just grateful that it happened with you because I was like, I I'm who I am now because of you and because of like, <laughs> no, I know it's like sounds so cliche. Anna. It's it or it sounds like so like. I'm not, I'm serious. Like I learned so much because I was able to mess up. I was able, you know, we were learning. We didn't know. You know, I, know. I had no idea that this was going to happen or where we are now. It's crazy um, to see the growth, you know, to see. I mean, imagine it from my perspective yeah. to see where you first started to now. It's like, it's wild. And you're one of like the best employee. Like she runs shit i don't like want to curse on this podcast but like <laughs> anna is like that that woman with like the clipboard and like making sure that everyone's doing everything properly she's the first one on the zoom calls like she you can give her any task even if it's outside cool. of her specific role and she's like down to like handle it yeah why don't we talk about how your role went from photographer to 
now senior content manager? Yeah, I mean, I think from the beginning, I was doing things that I am doing now, you know, at the like we said, at the time, the something Navy channel didn't exist. It was I think you guys right. had made it and there was like 10,000 followers on it. And it was more of like a joke of what's funny things that were happening between you, Nikki and Jane before you didn't even have an office. So it was like just no. your day, whatever wasn't on your account. It was like funny little things, but barely right. being run. So that didn't exist at all. There was no, there was nothing there. So I think it was just kind of, you know, starting with that and then keep going and going. And I've just kind of taken it on since I started that it evolved my role on its own. I was going to say, like in the beginning, I feel like, you know, she did come on as a photographer. But since it was we were such a small team, she did so much more than that, like handling partnerships and communicating, you know, with Nordstrom and making sure that she came on every Nordstrom trip to Seattle. And when, you know, we became like a big team, I feel like it only made sense for you to run that whole side of yeah. the business. We made a joke the the other night, we had like a team dinner, our internal team, the content team with Alex. And we were kind of just talk, kind of um, talking about old stuff in the old office and, you know, the dynamic <laughs> with Sydney and stuff. And I was saying, I was, we were joking about how before Sydney came on and before, you know, we had copywriter and stuff like that. And yeah. we were joking how at the time I was literally doing the blog. I was doing the, inter- and we <laughs> joke because I have the worst grammar there is to life. Like <laughs> the worst writer of all time. I, like I could not be worse. And I was managing the website. Like I remember when we <laughs> relaunched the second website, like it was Thanksgiving. Even the captions. There, all, all the, everything. I was in the office by myself until 10 PM launching the new website. <laughs> and so it was just kind of an, it was just kind of happened. Like everything, you know, yeah. everything that's happened in the last three, four years has just, we've just taken everything on. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. I know. And whatever's come on, we're like, okay, let's do it. Let's do it. You know, exactly. Yeah. It's been amazing though. Cause I feel like we all like, not all, but you know, that the small team that was here for a really long time, like, I feel like we learned every aspect of the business. I mean, not production, yeah. but but even that, I feel like I understand no, I that know. more Through than Nordstrom. I would. Yeah. I know. I know. Okay. Let's talk about how you grew the Something Navy social presence from where it is, from where it was to where it is now. What do you think that's credited to? Like the content or? I think it's credited to a lot of things. I think it was like, obviously I was a part of it, but it was definitely a, a group thing. We all tried things out all the time together, but I think it was about consistency as well as, you know, when you started social media, I feel like you were one of the first, right? So it was it was something new that people weren't doing. And I feel like it was kind of similar with the Something Navy brand where it was like a branch of you with girls right. in their office, you know. Right, it like was, BTS. Of, yeah, it was office. like the start of stories. It wasn't as big. So feeling that personal connection, I always talk about like, I used to have the biggest crush on the Jonas Brothers, but I didn't know them. You didn't see their personality. Right. Whereas now you see personalities. And I think we just kind of went with that. We went with what you were doing on your Instagram, but made it a group of girls, made it a group, a brand. And, you know, mm-hmm. people wanted to be a part of that. They like wanted to be like friends with us. We felt we had yeah. like, this personal connection with them. And it was like an extension of you. We shared our, like we shared our, our environment in the office. Yeah. Like, 
we're we're only back in the like our office days are now very flexible. So like we can really go in whenever yeah. we want, but we try to go in every Tuesday, Thursday so that we can share that content again, because when we're back together, we're all like we love it. Like we obviously yeah. work hard, but like it's also so nice to be with each other again because we are friends, too. It's like a TV show of different personalities that you relate to, you know, like, yeah, you like, right. like Tara, some people connect with. Yeah. Yeah. And Nikki, who was at the time, like, um, like with a new boyfriend and I was single and younger and you're all in this like same career doing these things, different, a little bit different styles that people liked. And it kind of started that personality and we were just able to like keep running with it. And it just kind of happened, you know, like we have like three, over 300,000 followers. And when you look at some brands, like they're not, they're not like that, you know, they don't have that many followers or whatever it is, or, you know, commitment to faces, you know? But do you, don't you feel like we've been lacking on that? Cause like of everything that's been going on in the world, like we really want to get back into it. Yeah. It's definitely hard though. Also, I think we're kind of in that point where as you grow and, you know, we're have so many collections to promote and everything like that. It's just like, you don't have time. It's hard. You know, um, it used to be Nikki, me, Tara in the office and we had more time but everyone's kind of, you know, doing their jobs too. People forget, you know, um, they think, oh, you work for something Navy, like you guys just hang out. And it's like, no, everyone's like really busy. It takes me like, and stressed and overwhelmed <laughs> just to get one OOTD picture from anyone. No one sends them, anymore. Know. <laughs> you know, it's hard. So it's definitely something that we try to figure out. But you know, when we do have those moments that work together, you know, if we're on set or whatever it is, we do try and show that as much as we can. I mean, capture it. Yeah. yeah. So now I consider you one of my close friends. Oh. What would you say makes us click as friends? I think it's that, you know, in the beginning, I think you, I was like an annoying little sister. I would like annoy you. Never to me, only to Nikki. To Nikki. Yeah. But it was I was never to me. No, obviously, but it was, we weren't friends, you know, and not that we weren't friends, but it was, I think just over the years, we've learned each other so well. And I'm just so comfortable with you. And I know you very well that it's easy for us to get along because we just get each other's personality. You know, we know how to work with each other. Yeah. And I think that you probably feel this way also just, you know, about me, Nikki, Tara and stuff, because we were there with you from the beginning. So as people come on, it's just not the same relationship anymore. Not that it needs it's a bad thing or anything. Right. Just, right. You know, right. so I know in a way I feel like I'm your comfort. <laughs> you are. That's actually very accurate. Yeah. Like, I feel like I go to you with pretty much everything. Yeah. And like, not just like work stuff. I feel like I talk to you about personal yeah. stuff too. Yeah. And also now we're, we're kind of neighbors. So, um, you've been <laughs> calling me over a lot. <laughs> it's true. Do you have any good stories about when we first worked together in the early days of something maybe? It's so hard to put me on the spot, but I did have one, not a funny story, more scary. I don't even know if you remember this, but you know, we used to take pictures on my camera a lot. And sometimes I would test for lighting or whatever when you were like getting dressed or whatever, like getting ready. And I feel like there was like a picture of you like naked Naked? on the camera. And one day we got a call from, or someone reached out on Instagram that I, I my SD card fell on the floor and this guy posted a picture of you on Instagram being like, does anyone know this girl? I found yeah. her camera card and you were so mad. 
you guys, I had so many naked photos on that those cameras. It's not like, like me. It's like because I'm just like, like we would do like naked pregnancy shoots oh, or yeah, like if she was like just like trying to test the light and I was like naked and putting like, on a shirt. Dressed, or like she would just like she would like put it the camera lens like towards me to like focus and there were definitely color, naked yeah. photos on the camera. Yeah, you were people so are probably mad. like, why does why is Anna doing naked photos? I, saw, I, it, I swear it was totally whatever. normal. It was very normal. Did you get the camera? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I got the camera thing. I he was near my apartment and I met up with him and got the camera card back. But it like took took a couple. I was literally shitting myself. Like I was like, oh my god, I'm getting fired. Yeah. He probably <laughs> he probably has yeah. He probably he probably saved them. Like no, no, no yeah. No. He probably took screenshot on his phone for sure. If there were screenshots back then, I don't even remember. Since you're pretty much in charge of what goes on the Something Navy Instagram, what's your process and how do you decide what you're going to post? So Taylor is the actual poster. She's like actually choosing and like the last of the last of the last steps of everything. So making the making it look amazing. Yeah. You know, as we've grown, our team has grown. So it's been so nice, like having her. She's like the best. Um, but I feel like she changed your life in this role. Like oh she was the best thing that ever happened to you. <laughs> yeah, no, literally. <laughs> she really is because I just don't have to think as much. You know, she she gets it. So even like she'll like, like you could trust her to yeah. just take things on for you. Like so, I'll plan kind of the month ahead of time. I'm actually a little late on January, but I'll be done with it soon. We've had some things change, <laughs> store openings and stuff. You know, things yeah. are always changing, so we're always kind of updating it. And um, you know we kind of start with looking at, okay, what do we have going on in the coming months? What's going on in the world? Is it Valentine's Day? Like, What is else happening? And, um, you know, we'll meet with the team and kind of talk about some fun ideas that people have, what's going on in the partnerships t- side, what are, what are they going after? And I kind of collect information from all the teams of what we have happening and basically like sit and just kind of come up with concepts, come up, come up with concepts, what that looks like in a calendar. And, um, you know, and then add it, add it to the calendar and kind of work with Taylor after that. Okay. This is what I meant with this. And do you have any ideas, um, with what I have with this, whatever it is, you know, and we kind of work as a team after that. And you know, so you, do you and Taylor like bounce ideas off each other? Yeah, definitely. To I like, mean, especially, yeah. you know, she, she's like, so into TikTok and everything cool. Yeah. She's um, really good at social that media. We'll just have like fun ideas with that. So if I have a concept and like, okay, but what do you think? How should we do this? I'll say something. She'll then she'll say something, and we kind of end up with a mesh right, amazing same. idea yeah. together. So, um, I really like working with people to make things happen. I mean, I couldn't do this without Taylor. So, <laughs> do do I drive you guys crazy with my thoughts on what to post? Be honest. Um. <laughs> <laughs> No, not when it's um, ahead of time. <laughs> not <laughs> when, when it's, it's a day of. <laughs> not, not when it's in advance. But, you know, you are very intuitive and you know what you like. But sometimes you change your mind. <laughs> and you change your mind a lot. But, you know, <laughs> for instance, you know, we stepped back. You, you were like, let's, let's change up the feed. I, I want to see more consistency, whatever it is. And that helped. And that feedback help. that feedback helps, you know, um, sometimes we just need like an extra push and, you know, we're constant, we're on like a, a wheel, we're on a hamster wheel. We're constantly yep. going. So if someone's not saying, wait, I don't like this, 
because we're just then constantly you're just keep just going. Pushing, we're yeah. just pushing out. We're like pushing out all the time. Yep. If pushing. someone's not stopping us, even if it's like, okay, we have to change this tomorrow, then we're never going to make that change. So it's, right. it's annoying, but helpful. <laughs> and the contents never looked better. Good. Which I, I mean, I think everyone feels that way. Yeah. It's obviously very competitive online for brands, especially on Instagram. Can you give some advice for others listening who want to grow their social media accounts? I think it's a, I think it's like about consistency, you know, keeping up with totally. it and following the trends, like especially on TikTok, it's like you got to be on top of it and you got to be creative with it. I don't know if I've had one recently, but you know, we tried like Ferns and Taylor did got on a trend that we did on TikTok. I think we got like a hundred thousand views. So it's, it's about following what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. You're good on TikTok. I know what you're going to say. No, I wasn't going to say me, but I was going to say that I, first of all, I spiraled through Taylor's TikTok yesterday. Yeah, Like I just can't get over how good she is. It's like, it freaks me out. Like she needs to do more. I know. What I was going to say, like advice wise, like I feel like to grow your social media account, it's really just like, Posting something that actually makes you like excited and feel good about not just like following what people are doing, because like that might not be as good as the original. You know, you should just do what you really love doing and feel passionate about. And you're your own person like you're unique. You know, people will follow you because you are something different. So don't like to me, like I just I would say to not follow, you know, obviously for TikTok, you have to because those trends like pick up, I guess, on the main feed. Right. Yeah. But for Instagram, like, I don't know. I just feel like it it really is important to like figure out what it is that you feel passionate about. Really lean into who you are and share. Yeah. And be very open with that on Instagram. And I think it's also like this is like a small thing, but learning like how to do quality without like needing a camera and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, whether it's like cleaning your I, I know it sounds crazy, but like keeping your content clean, cleaning your lens, <laughs> cleaning your lens, like, you know, lighting, whatever it is, you know, um, lighting is huge too. I think it's so easy. I think, especially now working from home, I've had to really shift how we get content from people and team members. Like it's so crazy. My process has changed so much. You know, we used to be in the office and me and Taylor would just take the person aside and get what we need. But now I have to create decks for people on the team being like, okay, frame one, this, this is where you stand. This is yeah. like where you stand. Make sure your lighting is this and all of these different explanations of how to take the content. And I know it sounds like crazy, stupid, but it's like little things like that that people don't think of um, just to make it look nice, you know, just to make it look simple and clean. So, right. I love your engagement story. Oh. Do you have any advice for single girls out there looking for their special person? Really? go keep going on dates like don't say no or like get lazy or whatever it is like with jojo and how we met it was very spur of the moment i asked a friend to get dinner at like two o'clock that day she's like wait i want to set you up with this guy i was telling you about can you do it tonight and in another world i probably would have been like no like i I need time like i need to get ready i have like two hours but i said yes and like here we are today you know what i mean i just think that put yourself out there and i know it sounds hard but ask friends, like, be like, do you have anyone? Like, that's how I got him. I literally told my friend, I'm like, does your friend, does your boyfriend have any cute friends? Like, I would ask right. that. And I'm not, I wasn't aggressive about it. I didn't like follow up, but it will just happen when you put yourself out there. I think I didn't for like a really long time. And then like after COVID and stuff, 
I like gotten this like place where I'm like, I'm not happy in my like social life because I'm not trying, you know? And so literally after like kind of when COVID like calmed down a little bit, I was going on a lot of dates and just like kept trying and it's kind of happened. We're going to play a little game called Let's Get to Know Anna. I'm going to ask you some rapid fire questions and you have to answer honestly so our listeners can get to know you. Read us the last text you sent and tell us who it was sent to. I mean, it's like so not interesting. I mean, it isn't. It's about work. <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote to my friend in, who's from Orange County. I said, do you know any Orange County influencers? We're opening a store in Fashion <laughs> Island. <laughs> That's actually really funny. Yeah. Okay. Read us the last text you received from your fiance. Oh, he he knew that I was doing this and he said, good luck. I know you're going to crush it. Love you. Oh, Anna. (laughs) That's so nice. What's the last thing you said to your mom? (laughs) Also about this, because I get FaceTimes to my computer. So I I said, don't call me for an hour. I'm filming (laughs) something. (laughs) That's amazing. What does your fiance do that he thinks you love, but you secretly could do without? (laughs) Bake the bed every day. No, he doesn't think Why? I love it. Because you want to control and make it. No, I when I have to make the bed every day, it's so annoying. But I, he doesn't think I love it. But like I just like before him, sometimes I wasn't like oh like always like very on top of that. Right. Netflix, HBO Max, or Hulu. Lately, Netflix. I've been watching some shows on there. What series are you currently binging? Money Heist. Hmm. Instagram or TikTok? Right now, TikTok. If you had to listen to one song on repeat for an hour straight, what would it be? Traitor by Olivia Rodrigo. People who put clothes on their dogs are weird or adorable? Adorable. <laughs> Do you kiss your dog on the mouth? Yes. <laughs> What's the weirdest thing you've seen living in New York? Everything I see in New York is weird. I feel like I've seen like <laughs> people in underwear just like walking on the street. I don't know, like stuff like that. <laughs> Bagels in New York or the Mexican food in L.A.? You can only pick one. I love Mexican food, so. Mexican food in L.A. All right, last question. New York or L.A.? New York, obviously. I knew you were going to say that. All right, that's a wrap. Thank you, Anna, for coming on. And thanks for letting the audience get to know you a little bit more. Thanks for having me. As always, I love these conversations on the podcast, and I want to thank you, Anna, for joining me and giving the audience a chance to get to know you. And thank you to all the listeners out there. Reach out to us with any questions about the podcast or who you want us to bring on next. DM us on Instagram at Something Navy. See you next week. That's a wrap for today's episode of In-House. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with more thoughtful discussions and amazing guests. Make sure you follow on Spotify and Apple Podcasts so you never miss an episode. And of course... Follow me at Ariel Charnas and at Something Navy. See you next week.